Welcome to Naomi's Table, a Bible study podcast for women. I'm your host, Amy Spreeman. Check out all of our Bible studies at naomistable.com. Now, here's today's lesson in the book of James with teacher Beth Seifert. Welcome back to our study in the book of James, ladies, and today we will be in James chapter 3. I've titled this lesson, Day 7, Wisdom Is As Wisdom Does. We'll be starting in James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Now, yesterday, James gave a warning for teachers specifically to watch how they use their words, knowing that our tongues can be used constructively or more often destructively. These warnings also apply to all believers, as we are all called to increasing holiness in our thoughts, words, and actions. Well, James now speaks to the broader audience and again expounds on what true godly wisdom is. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open to James chapter 3, starting in verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Well, James starts with a question asking who among them thinks that he is wise, and he emphasizes that wisdom is seen in the conduct of a person. And look at the contrast that he gives here. Truly wise believers will not exhibit bitter jealousy or selfish ambition. Both of those characteristics point to self. When we are bitterly jealous of something or someone, we're pointing to ourselves as the most important person, the one who should have whatever it is you're jealous of. We may be jealous of someone else's things, but we can also be jealous of the influence someone else has, or the personality or the charm of another person. When we are wanting those things for ourselves to such a degree, we are showing that we are out for ourselves. That's where the selfish ambition also comes in, wanting always to be first, to be of the utmost importance, to be ahead of everyone else, etc. That, ladies, is not wisdom. In fact, James tells us that that idea of wisdom does not come from God, but is ultimately earthly and demonic. Wow. We don't often equate jealousy or selfish ambition at all with demonic activity, And yet we're told that focusing on yourself so much, to boast in yourself, is the result of lies and demonic activity. So think for a second what the opposite of those characteristics might be. Bitter jealousy and selfish ambition focus on self, so the opposite would be an others-centered focus. As Philippians 2 verses 1 through 4 says, 
So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. We should be united, be of the same mind to love and care for each other, and that should be evident in how we look out not only for our own interests, but for the interests of others. We still should be handling our own responsibilities, of course, but our interests should not be the overwhelming, consuming focus. James goes on then, and again, we don't think in these terms, ladies. We brush aside jealousy and selfish ambition, and we don't even think it's that big of a deal. James would clearly disagree with us. He tells us that where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Every vile practice. Yikes. Think about it. How easy is it to go from me, me, me to... What I want right now is ultimate and nothing else matters, and I am here to please myself in all matters. And that's where we see the steps into total debauchery. When we start to see our own wants and desires as ultimate, we turn those desires into needs, and when we insist that we need something that we shouldn't have, we will do whatever we can to justify our sin. James then contrasts the earthly, selfish, demonic wisdom with wisdom that is from above. It is, first of all, pure, unstained by selfish motives. It is peaceable, not desiring to put itself first, but desiring to glorify God in heart, speech, and action. It is gentle. Now think about how that contrasts with earthly wisdom. Earthly wisdom that is looking out for number one is not going to be peaceable or gentle. Earthly wisdom says do whatever it takes to get what you want. And that's going to mean aggression to overrun others who might be in your way. Godly wisdom is also open to reason. I don't care who you are or how long you have studied scripture. If you aren't open to discussion and to the reality that you could be wrong on something, that's not wisdom. Seriously, you'll never plumb the depths of scripture. It just keeps going. There is a lifetime of learning in scripture and we still won't get it all. Being open to reason, being teachable yourself, being willing and able to have a dialogue, and not to be harsh with those who disagree with you, even if you are right, those are evidences of godly wisdom. True godly wisdom also is merciful, not condemning, but patient and full of the fruit that only comes from the Spirit of God. True wisdom will be impartial and sincere, not showing favorites, but also holding to truth without compromise but with mercy and grace. Those who practice righteousness in this way, those who practice and conduct themselves with godly wisdom, will sow and reap peace. This, ladies, is not something you can muster up on your own. Godly wisdom comes from God. and The benefits also come from God. Peace and bitter jealousy are opposite each other, and only one of those is God-given. Here's the key thing we have to keep in mind when we are talking about wisdom. Wisdom is linked to godliness because God is the source and the foundation of true wisdom. You cannot have true wisdom without God. 
I think about all the voices of this age who say things that sound so wise until you think about it. And then you're like, well, that sounded deep, but that actually makes no sense. The wisdom of the world, ladies, is folly with God and vice versa. In the world that we are living in, more and more we are told that to get what we want, we should be overbearing, rough, pushy, domineering, and aggressive. We are told that is how men act, and so we too, to level the playing field, should act in the same way. But ladies, that goes right in the face of Scripture. That is not how godly men act, and it shouldn't be how godly women act either. Today, consider these characteristics of godly wisdom, and then examine yourself. How are you applying this to yourself? In what ways are you showing a heart of bitter jealousy and selfish ambition? Where are you showing earthly and, frankly, demonic wisdom instead of showing godly wisdom? Ask God to help you to see those areas in your life and ask Him to help you to replace those old sins with fruit that comes only from His Spirit. Confess to Him the strife that you may be creating or continuing and ask Him to sow a harvest of peace in your life as you rely on His wisdom for your life, not on the world's wisdom. Ladies, you'll find the notes for this study under the Bible Studies tab of the website naomistable.com day 7. Wisdom is as wisdom does. <laughs>